Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Joe Slam Wrestling Report. And tonight, we're going to be previewing All Out, AEW's big pay-per-view coming up Saturday. Um, this is going to be big for the world of professional wrestling. And I know a lot of you people are looking forward to it. A lot of WWE fans who hate competition for that don't want AEW to succeed will be looking at it too just to see if there's any failures or some mess ups because that's the way you know some of these WWE fans operate as we're doing back in double or nothing but um, I will be previewing the matches also came in today um, the PWA 500 uh, list and in case you guys don't know what the PW 500 is the Pro Wrestling Illustrated top 500 wrestlers in the world and they name Seth Rollins number one and Roman Reigns number seven. And I definitely will be talking about that because that has me right now with my blood pressure up in the in high. I'm talking about I am like I don't out of my mind about this, but it's, it's just PW500 right now, just they going out of their mind with putting Rollins in number one and Roman Reigns in seven. I cannot believe that. But anyway, so we're going to talk about the all uh, all out match and the card, AEW's biggest pay-per-view. So we're going to jump on this and to start it off, um, as you guys know, they usually do the pre-show, the buyout that they call it, and uh, pre-show, they're going to have two matches. And the first match they're going to have is the private party versus Jack Evans and Angelico. Um, uh, Angelico and um, Jack Evans has shown that they are very good tag team. They wrestled in a three-way, um, I believe it was in Fighter Fest, and they wrestled against um, the Dark Order, and I believe it was uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And before that, they in Double or Nothing, they wrestled the best friends. They show their wrestling skills, and I like the way they wrestle. I, they got a big future ahead of them in, um, in the AEW tag team division. They're gonna go against Private Party. Now, Private Party, I love Private Party because I've been following them since House of Glory. Um, and um, they had their last match in House of Glory back in April 9th. Um, and High Intensity House of Glory against the Young Bucks. So they're gonna open up the uh, pre-show and they're gonna wrestle each other. This should be a good match. It's gonna be a lot of fly, high flying stuff going on uh, Mark Quinn I, I met him in person and his pa partner um, I'm sure they're gonna be ready um, it's a big it's a big event and I know that even though it's the pre-show but I'm sure they're gonna be happy to be part of that the next one is gonna be the Casino Royale I know that um, it's gonna be uh, uh, the Women's Battle Royal uh, Roddy Piper's daughter will be part of that um, it's gonna be a couple other female Brandy Rose Nyla Rose uh, Nyla Rose, I think also Khan will be there. They got 11 more participants in there. It's a whole list of women who's going to be part of that. The winner of that will get to, will get to wrestle for the AEW Women's World Title, which will be um, uh, the inaugural will be on October 2nd on the debut of the uh, AEW show. And they will go and put that against the first match of the night, I believe, or the second match of the night, which I will tell you in, in a minute. But um, 
The next match that will open up the show, this definitely going to open up the show, is going to be a six-man tag team between SCU versus uh, Luchasaurus, uh, Marco Stun, and Jungle Boy. This is going to be a very fun match because these, these um, six, um, six gentlemen, I'm going to say that, these six gentlemen uh, are going to tear, tear down the house down. I'm, I'm sure they're going to do the thing, especially Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus at 6'5", this guy does things on the ropes, uh, high-flying skills that will amaze you for a guy his height. He kind of reminds me of Lance Hoyt, even though Lance Hoyt is about 6'8", 6'9", who's also been doing some crazy stuff on the rope, jumping up the top rope, um, doing, walking on top of the rope. And so these big guys now in wrestling are doing their thing. So, you know, that's going to be fun to watch the first match. And I'm definitely looking forward to that six-man um, tag. And Luchasaurus, you guys got to watch him. He's going to be pretty good. Um, I'll be right back in a minute. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome back. Um, so like I said um, before, um, the first match will be the six-man tag. And right after that, they're going to have Riho versus Hikaru Shida. Um, this also, the winner of this match will be the one who's going to face the winner of the Casino Royale Battle Royal on the pre-show. But these two, whoever wins that, will go at it at October 2nd for the AEW Women's Championship. So, um, so Riho versus Hikaru Shida will be one another women's match that's already installed for the All Out pay-per-view. Um, these two ladies, I've seen them wrestle before. They um, they look like little girls. I mean, I have to admit, they look like little girls. They look like 15, 16 year olds. That's the way these women wrestlers in Japan are. They're very, very small in stature, but uh, they they do bring out their house. They do a lot of um, flips and uh, high wrist moves. So it's going to be a good match. Then we're going to have the match that I'm definitely going to look forward to. It's just like. It's going to be a hardcore match, I'm sure, even though it's not stated as a hardcore match. It's Bad Boy Joy Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darvin Allen. Darvin Allen showed his wrestling skills when he wrestled uh, Cody Rose at Fighter Fest. That's the, 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 the match where Cody Rose got cracked over the head with Sean Spears' chair. Corby, um, Corby Allen, um, pretty Darby Allen, I'm sorry, Darby Allen pretty much shows his true skills so he's gonna be part of that match between georgia Lennon versus jimmy havoc jimmy havoc uh, i've seen him go oh, very hardcore this guy is no joke he'll bring a pizza cutter to a ring and cut you up and slice you up and whatnot and i've seen him wrestle plenty of times in major league wrestling i've seen him wrestle in ring of honor he is a dangerous guy when it comes to these matches when it comes to like type of a hardcore he will tear the house down also Joey Janela of course you've seen Joey Janela went at it at a, a, a non-saxon match against John Moxley and five uh what I believe was five for the fallen and he took bumps he took a lot of bumps and Joey Janela is not scared to take bumps so don't be surprised 
where George Leonard will take an a, a extra bump where it'll be um, it'll be crazy uh, uh, you know it'll be crazy uh, and I said that George Leonard uh, did the non-section match with um, John Moxley at uh, Fight for the Fallen I wasn't there it was Fighter Fest that's when he'd uh, before Moxley that was before Moxley went to the uh, to the G1 Climbers Japan and all that stuff and then um, we're gonna have the um, best friend versus Dark Order, um, and uh, Dark Order is they have uh, Uno. That guy is you see him, and you say, oh, this guy look like a fast slob, and he, he look like he can't wrestle. This guy could do wrestle. Trust me, he is. Uh, and his partner is another one who's jacked up. He looks like a great wrestler also. So they're gonna face Beretta and Chucky T, the best friend. The winner of this gets a buy in the tag team championship tournament, which is gonna happen on October night. It'll start on October night, and that night, of course, they already have Private Party versus the Young Bucks, as that's one of the matches in the tournament. But in this match, Saturday, it'll be uh, the best friend versus Dark Order, and the winner gets a buy, gets a first round buy in a tag team in a tag team tournament. Uh, does not mean that if uh, best friend or Dark Order loses, they're not in the tournament. It just means that they get a first round bye. Uh, I see Dark Order beating the best friend and getting past the first round, uh, first round bye. Um, does not mean that our best friend, like I said, will not be in the, will not make it in the semifinals, whatever. But yeah, that I can't wait for that tag team tournament when it happens um, in um, October. But this match between the best friend and Dark Order, this has been brewing since um, since Double Nothing when Dark Order attacked Angelico and Jack Evans and best friends when they were wrestling. Um, so this is this is gonna be a good match. It's gonna be a good match. Then we have the match that I'm really looking forward, and it was the chair shot heard around the world, and that's when Sean Spears cracked Cody Rhodes with that chair shot, which was botched and gave Cody like about six, seven stitches in his head. So Cody Rose versus Sean Spears with Sean Spears having Tessa Blanchard's father, Tully Blanchard. And if you guys who have been wrestling fans for a long time, the way I've been, we're talking about the Dusty Rhodes era where the horsemen and uh, Dusty Rhodes used to fool each other. It is a perfect storyline because it's like carrying on the legacy of the feud between Tully Blanchard and Dusty Rose, but this time it's not going to be Blanchard. Instead, it'll be Spears who's going to represent kind of like Tully uh, Blanchard. So I, I see Sean Spears winning this because this is going to be his push for him to uh, to go up the ladder. Because remember, wins matter in AEW. So him losing, it's not going to make any difference because um, um, it'll be like he was in WWE. When he was um, whatever his name was back in WWE, Perfect Ten, he was losing matches. I don't think that's gonna happen here. So, who knows? Well, we'll be right back. And we're back, and we're gonna cover the next three matches in the card. And the next one will be the Triple A Tag Team Championship Escalera de Muerte ladder match between the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. The Lucha Brothers are the tag team champions for triple a wrestling this match just the name itself in spanish la def uh was it uh escalera de muerte which means the um ladders of death 
So anything that's in wrestling that mentions death, you know it's going to be some crazy stuff. There's going to be bad bumps. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody may bleed. Who knows? Because uh, AEW has been showing uh, that they'll, they'll color in, in those matches and the blood will come out. So don't be surprised if this match goes crazy, out of control, and it's called Escalera de Muerte, the stairways to death. It is, per- it is perfect. It is a perfect match to happen. I mean, the last time these guys sat team wrestled back was in double or nothing. At that time, the Young Bucks with the Triple A champion. Now it's the reverse. I see I see the Lucha Brothers being the Young Bucks on this one um, to um, kind of get even in the States with them. Um, so that, that that's definitely uh, something to look forward to. Uh, I cannot wait, definitely. And here comes the uh, the match that was supposed to be John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Now, Kenny Omega, of course, um, found out that Moxley pulled out because, like I said, Moxley uh, pulled out because he has bursa on his elbow. He was he had an infectious stab in his elbow, and he had to pull out of the event because of the elbow injury. Apparently, Kenny Omega. Uh, uh, BTE 167 made the cut a promo stating that uh, he didn't go up to Japan for 24 days and to and prepare a match against you know for Moxley. Instead, Moxley did the opposite, and he was the one who went to Japan for 24 days at the G1 Climax. Um, and now he's injured and Omega was kind of mocking him saying oh you went home with your boo-boo um, Omega also claimed that how did uh, when he did the G1 Climax he won the G1 Climax how did that go for you Moxley in other words stating that uh, Moxley um, didn't win the G1 Climax even though G1, uh, the G1 Climax is a brutal tournament and Moxley was dominating his block he won the first five match but then lost the last four. Um, so, and he finished up with 10 points. Uh, not bad for a person who first wrestled a tournament like that, but uh, but that kind of set off the situation where now Moxley had to uh, pull out the event because now he was injured. And also Moxley was doing a, a New England wrestling. He was doing a future superstar wrestling. He was popping out everywhere in between. And um, you could say he got hurt. So, what does AEW does now at that point? Uh, well, they pull out uh, a magic card from the back pocket, and now it's going to be Kenny Omega versus Pac. Pac, of course, as you guys know, uh, Pac didn't want to lose to Adam Page at Double or Nothing because at that time he was the, dra- uh, the Dragon Gate champion, and his mind was. I don't want to lose to Paige because I'm the champion of another promotion and it makes my title look weak. Now there was reports that the reason he didn't go was because he had visa issues. I'm going for the first one um, because it is true you do not lose to a champion. Actually, no, a champion should not lose to some other wrestler from not from the same promotion. So now it's going to be Kenny Omega versus Pac. That match, I'm telling you guys right now, in case you guys don't know who Pac is, Pac used to be Neville former cruiserweight champion who was taking was used as a jobber in wwe and they stopped his his uh, his wrestling skill by limiting him from using certain moves now he's doing his thing whatever even though he was the cruiserweight champion 
at the WWE, but the Cruiserweight Champion and WWE don't mean nothing anymore. Uh, but Pac and Kenny Omega is going to tear the house down. This is going to be something you guys are going to remember. Now, my thing was, was Pac was going to show up at AEW um, if Moxley never got hurt. And now, my thing was, maybe Pac was going to be used in the Jericho versus Adam Page match to interfere because remember Pac and Adam Page was supposed to wrestle double nothing Page ended up going to New England or in London or whatever it was to wrestle um, Pac because Pac didn't want to lose to to Page so to make it look like you know Pac ended up hurting if he came with those uh, disqualification Pac ended up hurting Page and hurting his legs now the storyline is that Page has been favoring their leg for the last couple of months and led off now to him winning the Battle Royal in May for him to get a shot at the AEW World title. So now, segue to the match that will be the last match, the AEW World title match between Jericho and Adam Page, which will be that that's the main event of the night. Now my question is, now that Pac is in there, will he interfere in that match? I see Jericho winning that match because Jericho, they need uh, a name, uh, like a guy who stands out as the world champion when it comes October. Because his fans and fans are going to be like, oh, I heard there's an AEW show or a show, new show of TNT, and they turn up the t- turn on to that channel. They want to see a face that's familiar. Not Adam Page. A lot of people going to be like, who's this guy? Who, why is he the world champion? Whatever. No, they're probably going to put the channel. And they're like, oh, is Jericho here? Oh, shoot. Jericho's the world champion. So that's why I say Jericho was going to end up winning the title at All Out because I feel there's going to be interference. I feel there's going to be interference. Adam um, Adam Page will give Jericho a hard time. It's going to be a good match. But somebody's going to interfere. There's also speculation that CM Punk may show up because All Out isn't going to be in Chicago. That's speculation that he was taking bumps in the ring. Um, that was the the, the uh, social media saying that there was word that he was taking bumps and he was back into wrestling. There's also um, words, or not word, but there was a B, the BTE this week, 167. There was a certain individual in the BTE that I haven't seen wrestle since July 7th and slam anniversary. And I'm talking about Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact has not been signed, hasn't signed with anybody. His wife Valkyrie is still the women's champion and, and Impact. But Johnny Impact, think about it. It would be great to see Johnny Impact and, and, and AEW because, you know, he brings, he, he's a good wrestler. He, he brings a lot of talent, a lot of charisma to the product. So let's be something for everybody to watch. So, you know, um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show, guys. Yeah, fifty dollars is worth it. It's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Support the I say yeah, guys, support AEW because it's gonna be a something you're not gonna forget. We'll be right back. And we're back. Now we're here today. And like I said, I, I already covered it all out. My last thing is my last report that I have for the night. So PW500 came out with a list. Now PW500, you guys don't know what it is. It's the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Magazine. Every year, they they put um, the top 500 wrestlers in the world. I think the last couple of years has been Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, and Okada. 
uh, Kachushko Okada. This year, they put Seth Rollins as the number one wrestler in the world. And then they put Roman Reigns number seven. Now, here's my problem with that. First of all, Seth Rollins should not be no number one wrestler in the world. When he fought Baron Corbin for the last four or five months, he wrestled Brock Lesnar in WrestleMania, which most of the match, he was getting his butt whooped all over the ring. And the only way he won was because he low blow Brock Lesnar and beat him for the belt. Then he fights Baron Corbin for three, four months. Then he loses the belt again to, uh, I think, was, yeah, to, um, to Brock Lesnar. Then to top it off, um, he wins the belt back. One actual match with Brock Lesnar, and he beat Brock Lesnar. Does not make you number one wrestler. PWR insiders or PWR editors must be losing their freaking mind. Then they put um, Roman Reigns ranked number seven. You gotta be kidding me. Roman Reigns? What has Roman Reigns done in the last six, seven months? Nothing. Nothing. He's stuck in a storyline of who tried to hurt him for the last two months. He has done nothing. As in, what was he was he was world champion last year, then he left because he was supposedly had um cancer or leukemia, then he came back in January. What has he done for him to be ranked number seven? I can name you wrestlers right now if they are better than their Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins right now. Okada should be number one again. I give you Okada, Jay White. I give you uh, who else in, who's out there? Matt Taven. Even though Matt Taven is, is in Ring of Honor, but Matt Taven has defeated everybody. Roosh. I can name you who else uh, uh, from AEW. Uh, like I said, I got Kenny Omega. You got Chris Jericho. Jericho had the Intercontinental belt for a while. So I could, there's a lot of wrestlers out there, and you got the balls and the audacity to name Seth Rollins number one wrestler in the world. You got to be freaking crazy. And, Seth, and Roman Reigns, you gotta be. I haven't seen the list, but when I heard this, I nearly lost my mind. As a wrestling fan, that's an insult. It's an insult to all wrestling fans. Seth Rollins number one and Roman Reigns number seven. Really? Really? Well, I'm gonna leave it like that. I'm just, I can't believe it. I, I just don't know what's going on. This world's going nuts, I guess. A PWI. I just lost total respect for you guys. Y'all botched it this year real bad with that with that ranking him number one. Huh. You gotta be kidding. Anyway, guys, um, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, I want to thank you for supporting me. Um, once again, I am in um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. Your host, Ultimate One, at your service right now coming from new york i also have the youtube channel called ultimate one wrestling news i just downloaded last night my aew uh, preview and i uh, gave you almost some, pretty much much of my thoughts but i didn't speak about the uh, pwi because i came in today um, i also and my youtube channel you can click on my other platforms which is facebook twitter instagram ultimate one wrestling news click any of those i'll give you all the information reports uh, posting that i have there um so you know feel free to go in there youtube channel check it out uh, hit the subscribe button 
on my YouTube channel. I got new content every week. Hit the notification bell. Hit the thumbs up. Give me your comment, your feedback, guys. You know, once again, thank you for listening tonight. Um, my audio podcast, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. This was my AEW preview. I promise you guys I was going to bring it. And I brought it. And I hope that you enjoy it. Subscribe to my Apple Podcast. Uh, subscribe to my Anchor uh, Anchor Podcast. Google, Spotify. I'm everywhere, guys. I'm on Twitter, everywhere. I'm trying to bring you all the latest news that I could find and keep you informed and keep you on top of things. So, once again, thank you once again. My name is Ultimate One, and I'll see you or hear from you next week. Thank you.